Right lads, how's it going? This is AJ Wheel of Vines and Vibes and UC 98.3 FM. Uh, this week, uh, I'm going to get straight into it because I'm a bit, uh, I'm a minute, I'm a minute in. Usually I start, start straight away on the dot. Uh, but no, I'm going to get straight into it with a, uh, this is a vinyl, this is one of my favourite vinyls. And it's probably my, one of my top five favourite albums of all time. This is uh, 1973, uh, an original from my friend, I'll explain more about it afterwards. This is a uh, band on the run, uh, the album band on the run and the title track band on the run. Hope you enjoy it. Hang on, let's get, I'll get the faders going there, there we go.
That was Band on the Run by Paul McCartney off the album Band on the Run. Uh, truly, it's one of my favourite albums of all time. It's top three. It's up, I, it's up there for me with uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon and uh, 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 All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. Uh, you know, not a really, not a, a wide range there, but I just, if I ever want to listen to one album, uh, I usually go to one of those three or maybe Abbey Road or something. Uh, I'm a, you know, as you can probably tell, I'm a massive Beatles man. So this final isn't actually mine. It's my friend... Uh, I'm gonna say my friend Dara's dad. So at the engineering ball there a few weeks ago, we went back to. Uh, stayed, I stayed right on a couch, and then in the morning I realised that there was a cabinet full of uh, vinyls in the corner. So she let me look through them, and I was just, I just went silent for about two three minutes, just staring at this beautiful. It's an original 1973 band on the run. It's in amazing condition. If you're listening, you could probably hear a few crackles and a few pops, but that's only that. That's to come. That's expected with a uh, anything that's that old. Uh, it's really good condition. I was I was blown. I've never seen an original. Actually, I've never seen a vinyl of Band on the Run, let alone an original from 1973. It's just, uh, it, even when I was talking about it, I, just, I love it so much. It's just, I, yeah, I can't put into words what it means because I just love this album so much. Because you have uh, the front cover. I think it's kind of uh, iconic because uh, there's a lot of actors on it. You know, you have the three bands. You have... P- Three band members playing. You have uh, Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney, and Denny Lane. But then in the back, you also have uh, I can't remember anyone's name, but Christopher Lee is there. Christopher Lee is notable because he was he was in the Secret Service. He's in a punk band, but he's mainly known for his characters. And as an actor, he was in Star Wars as Darth, uh, as Count Dooku, and he was in Lord of the Rings as uh, Salomon. I can't remember what his name character was, but he was a prol- prolific figure in, in both those franchises and. Uh, well, he's on this uh, this album cover as well. It's uh, just a band on the run. Uh, and originally, when I first saw the album, I was like, "Oh, that that must be the full band." No, the band's only uh, at the time it was only Paul, Linda, and Denny Lane. Uh, so Paul mainly did most of the vocals, most of writing the songs. He played bass guitar. Uh, played rhythm. He played rhythm guitar, bass guitar, and uh, maybe piano sometimes. And he also did drums. And then uh, coming in. Linda would come in on synthesizer and stuff and then Daddy Lane would maybe be electric guitar uh, and they try and they bounce it out between them and uh, this album was actually very prolific for Paul because this came out in 73 late 73 uh, so at that stage people were questioning oh is he good enough out the Beatles so the Beatles broke up in 1970 everyone knows that uh, and then in early 1970 he put out his McCartney album his, his, his first solo album he recorded everything by himself uh, he he wrote everything. He recorded everything. He did everything by himself, and they put it out there. But the other band members of the Beatles, like George, George and John, sent Ringo to tell him, "Don't put this up. Do not release this. This is this is not this is not what we're doing because we're not we're not officially broken up here. You can't do this without us." Uh, and he did it anyway, and that's one of the reasons why. Uh, like much later on, everyone was like, "Oh, it was if it wasn't uh, Yoko who broke it up, it was Paul because he released the first album." But in reality, they had been bickering. As you can see, they were bickering on and off for uh, for, for a few years. Uh, in you can see it in the Get Back documentary, we came out there in the, in, the, in uh, November. But uh, so now Paul present, he put, he put out his McCartney album, and that had Maybe I'm Amazed, which is still a, a pretty it's a bit it's an amazing song. It, it uh, most of these Beatles on honestly album. Most of these Beatles albums are honestly quite timeless, and they age very well. I'm not—I won't say the same about Ringo stuff. Uh, his 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 1974 album Ringo, uh, uh, a 1974 album called Ringo was a—it uh, was really good. I—it's I, uh, 
it's mainly there's not a single song on that it's just Ringo like John Lennon gets involved writing some songs George Harrison wrote, wrote a song uh, with, jo- with Ringo called uh, Photograph that Ringo actually performed at George Harrison's uh, memorial uh, which came in, t- in 2002 and then Paul McCartney gets involved with some stuff he has loads of artists uh, so Ringo he hasn't aged best when it comes to albums but the other three did I think uh well, George uh, kind of dropped off a small bit when it came to album making, because after he released My Sweet Lord in 1970, he had a, a lawsuit uh, against them because some uh, a band in the early 60s released a song, and they claimed that My Sweet Lord is ripped off from them, and then that went on for a few years, and it wasn't until 1974 when he released a song called uh, This Song, which is a, just a, a parody song about uh, the whole judicial system and how he can't do anything without you know peeving someone off but then you have Paul when it came 1970 he put out this album the McCartney album that didn't it, was, it wasn't received well at the time then they put out Ram which has only aged better but what, like just like fine wine everyone everyone hated Ram at the time everyone did even Ringo went on public publicly and said that he doesn't like a single song on it John did like it but didn't say anything because as, as far as the public were concerned John and Paul were now mortal enemies uh, and then George uh, actually, no, no, and there was no ever rec- reports about George or nothing. I I didn't find any anyway when I was uh, you know just looking into it and stuff. Uh, but then the next one album that Paul Paul put out was called Wildlife. Uh, Wildlife was uh, the first Wings album, and if you haven't listened to it, it's not really worth it. I I honestly don't think it it does anything. The, the title of the song uh, is the title of the song title of the album Wildlife. There's a song on it, and and it's all right. Uh, it's it it kind of doesn't the album doesn't do much uh, but then you move forward and it comes uh, and then like 1972 comes by and it's kind of it doesn't look the best but then you come to 1973 and Paul puts out this and it's mainly him he does almost everything on it and he has people help him around it and it's just brilliant and it's really reassuring that Paul because everyone was like oh Paul can't do it he needs he needs the other three to do it but he doesn't he just needs uh, well his wife and Denny Lane uh, I just I always thought Denny Lane was very funny because it's very similar to the, the song Paul wrote called uh, uh, Penny Lane uh, so I'm now going to jump uh, I'm going to play another song on this album because I love it uh, and I just got a text in from uh Dara saying her dad listening so thank you very much Paul for letting me uh, use your 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 vinyl because I honestly I love this vinyl with like so much so I'm going to go back on the Spotify now to play uh, a song from the Beatles anthology which is written by uh, John and was never released but then in 1996 they came back to do in 95 they came back to do an anthology three compilation albums of the Beatles uh, of the of the live Beatles at the time you had George, John sorry George, Paul and Ringo they put this compilation of all like the unreleased and different versions of every single song but they also released this song and a song called Free the Bird but I think this is a uh, this is better so this is uh, written by John Lennon but is this uh, this is real love I'm, I'm going to stop talking about it
I'm going to let that fade itself out because it's doing a very good job of it. Uh, so that was from 1996, uh, as, as, as I said before, as a compilation album uh, that, was, that was produced by the Beatles themselves at the time. Uh, and then the other song that came out on Anthology was called Free as a Bird. Uh, that was also written by John Lennon and was never released. But then Paul uh, and George overdubbed some of it. So all three of them are singing and then Ringo did drums for it and he has his own drum solo at the very end and it's just it's a classic Beatles song but because it came out in the 90s when a time when grunge was doing its, its thing and everything was from uh, it was, when it was, everything was from Seattle that this kind of went unnoticed uh, but Real Love I actually never heard of it until uh, I didn't I hadn't listened to Anthology until this year to be honest with you I know I've, I've always raved about the Beatles and I didn't listen to Anthology until this year and I didn't listen to All in One Go uh, which I think is better off because I, I, I was able to enjoy it because if I listen to because they're like they're two hours each and they just that's like six hours of just uh, Beatles and now there was some gems on it like there was a on the last Anthology or the middle one I think it was no the last one there was just a a minute clip of John trying to uh, make, make, make a demo for Strawberry Fields Forever and he doesn't he does it and he messes up and he kind of just curses at himself and it's, it's very it's just but not like, a, like oh you like oh, stuff I can't say on the radio it's just like oh this time this time come on let's go and then he goes again and he does it and it's just it's just it's really it's a bit like the Beatles documentary in the fact that it's just it feels more the word I'm going to use is going to is intimate it just feels more connected it's not like a final production it's not like a final product of an album it's just like snippets and then you had like really early stuff uh from anthology there was three anthology albums so the first one that came out in 95 was like uh there was some stuff from uh taken from they, when they were in uh hamburg and there was some stuff with with tony shit with uh before ringo and it was all it was just mad and then you had like uh and the last and in anthology three you had like uh i uh, just them jamming uh, to a song called uh, well, they did a few. Uh, you have shake, rattle, and roll, and then you have uh, uh, blue suede shoes. They just they, did, they were just riffing and they were having fun. And they they put on this and then they put it into the documentary. So if you want to see, you can go and uh, see what they do. You can go and see it on Disney Plus. I don't need to plug that, but I just think like if you really are interested in just how the, what the Beatles were doing and how they made music in the sixties, I just you cannot get a better piece of um, of uh, of work than that a piece like i don't know what to say a bit of history it's just it's just flawless it's it's so oh okay anyway i'm gonna go back to band on the run now to uh the album i'm gonna play the next song on the album it's called jet uh but before i do i'm gonna say a bit of uh one la- little nugget of fact before i, I just finally flogged uh, this this horse enough uh this was recorded in, in lagos in nigeria uh which is re- really really weird for the 70s because uh you know, usually just like New York or, um, or England or America or maybe France, if you're lucky, or Germany. But now this was recorded in Lagos because uh, Paul wanted to go somewhere mad. And he did. And then that it kind of like, he got extremely sick and collapsed during the recordings at one stage. He was robbed at knife point another stage. Uh, there was a lot of family issues as well. Uh, it was just, it was a weird that this album did so well, but there was so many like, there was a lot of trauma behind it. Uh, for the mechanics themselves. Anyway, this next song is Jet. Uh, it's a bit of a bit of a weird uh, segue there, but this is on. This is also back on the vinyl player, the turntable, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is Jet.
That was the Jet by uh, Wings. <laughs> that was Jet, Jet by Wings, which came out in 1973 on their Band album, uh, which was, that was an original 1973 album there. Uh, I'm going to stop talking about that. I'm going to move away. I'm going to move uh, straight on to uh, a song that was written by Bob Dylan. Uh, and who else who is credits? It's also credited to the band and Bob Dylan. Uh, and this was performed live in 19... I think it was also 1973, actually. I'll get you the full day, full year there. Uh, it's called a song called "I Shall Be Released," and it's just if I were to sum up what my sound as a musician, as, as a musician, that sounds so entitled. If I wanted, if I wanted to sum up what I th- want, would like my sound to be, it'd be this song. I just think it has everything. Uh, I believe it's taken from 1973. It doesn't say, but I, I think I saw it somewhere that I did, which is so the same year as "Band on the Run." Uh, I did a bit of dialogue beforehand because it was taken live from, from a, a concert finale. Uh, I'm going to listen let it play. It's, it's a beautiful piece of song. Uh, hope you enjoy it. We got a couple of... Uh we got Ringo and uh, Ronnie Wood uh, going to help us out on this one too. Just 
That was I Shall Be Released, uh, performed by the band with Bob Dylan, uh, Ronnie, or I can't remember what his name was, and Ringo Starr. Uh, that was performed live uh, in a concert called The Last Waltz, which is actually a video that I was introduced to by a guy in work. He said, he showed it to me, and I got I felt interested in it, so I looked into it, and there was an album online. This is a, there's a deluxe album online uh, that's like a four discs long. It's very it's it's massive, uh, and it's honestly there's some there's some brilliant stuff on there. Uh, so I'm going to go back to the violin play now. I'm going to play one more Beatles song because I cannot help myself. Uh, if you like what you li- if you like what you're listening to, I have a playlist on Spotify called AJ's Jukebox. Every single song that I've ever played in this show will be on that uh, jukebox, uh, starting from the very first one in October to right right a few minutes ago there with uh, I Shall Be Released by uh, the band Bob Dylan. But I'm going to go back to uh, 1970 now to All Things Must Pass. This is a song. 
the song is called the waiting, waiting on you all and I've, I've been waiting for the perfect opportunity to play it but I decided that this week's theme is just going to be songs that I want to play that I haven't been able to get around to playing and this is one of them this is uh, Waiting on You All by George Harrison I hope you like it was Awaiting on You All by George Harrison in 1970 and now I'm going to go I'm going to jump straight back on Spotify uh, I'm going to jump forward four years to 1974 uh, to a Fleetwood Mac album called Heroes Are Hard to Find uh, so this is a song called Prove Your Love uh, yep I'm going to let, I'm going to let, let the song speak for itself
That was Prove Your Love by Fleetwood Mac. It came out in 1974. I'm going to go back onto the turntable straight away to uh, a song in 1987. This is U2, uh, the Joshua 3 album. It's an original 1987 U2 uh, vinyl. Uh, and it has... The song I'm going to play for you is a song that no one ever talked about from this album. It's a, it's a song called Running to Stand Still. It's quite slow. And I haven't been able to work it into any show yet. But because this show is just completely just like balls to the wall, that it's just going to be, I can play whenever I want, whenever I want, because it's just, this is a show where I make up for songs I haven't been able to play yet. And this is one of them. And this is just like a truly, like, like it's a moving song. And the lyrics are brilliant. The singing is brilliant. It's, it's one of you two's most underrated songs. No one ever talks about it. The only person that ever brought the song up to me was my dad, and he agreed. That this is, it's an amazing song. And so I, sh- I should recall this uh, this show just amazing vinyl because all I do is say, say the word amazing and talk about my vinyls. But now for for now we're going to keep it to vinyls and vibes. Uh, so this is back to the vinyl table, turntable. <laughs> I keep change, changing the name. The vinyl player. This is uh, running to stand still by you two.
That was Running to Stand Still by U2. It's still going there, but it's fading out slowly, like every song in the 80s did. Uh, so that was... It does have, it's such a peaceful song, and it's so calming and, and relaxing, and it's just... Uh, it's harmonious, if that, make, that makes any sense. It's just... Everything just everything works in that song. It's just... Nothing was added in there for the sake of adding it in there. Everything, everything in that song was put there for a purpose. It makes sense. It's just... It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful song. It really is. Uh, I'm going to go... Up at the tempo, just a small bit. I mean, we're going to come to, I believe the year is 2019. What is it? Yeah, 2019, uh, off an album called Once Upon a Mind. Uh, I was convinced uh, very quickly before the show to uh, play this out song. This is uh, my friend Helen. was uh, She asked me to play this. Uh, this is James Blunt. Uh, I never really listened to James Blunt. Well, everyone has listened to James Blunt. It's kind of hard to avoid his song, like uh, You're Beautiful and Goodbye My Lover. They've been on the album uh, on the radio about a billion times between the two of them. So uh, everyone knows James Blunt, but not everyone realizes they do. Like I forgot I knew James Blunt when we talked about them a few months ago. Uh, actually, it was, it was for the February, uh, it was for the Valentine's Day show I did. I was looking for songs, and they, she recommended uh, her and another girl recommended. Uh, 1973 by James Blunt I think it was and I was like I wasn't having it because I was like I didn't never heard a song before and I'm not a James Blunt fan but I, that, that's that's quite arrogant and naive of me uh, and I listened to this song for the first time about 20 minutes before the show so this song I'm going to play for you now is from a 19, 2019 Once Upon a Mind uh, album it's called Cold and I hope it's good I can't remember what it sounds like It's been lonely Trying to get your attention from a thousand miles away And you know me Always overthinking the worst possibilities Yeah, we both Take me home the whole way in your direction 
That was James Blunt Cold and we're going to go straight from this into Tears for Years.
Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Years. A lovely song, that. Uh, I actually really... It's it's lyrically good, which is weird, because every like, pop punk from the 80s kind of like, oh, love. And then this is like, everyone wants to rule this world, wants to rule the world, like uh, just for pleasure and for leisure and just like a, a freedom... Yeah, for freedom and uh, leisure, everybody wants to rule the world. I'm trying to think of the lyrics in my head there. Uh, I'm going to go to now. The album is from 1978. The album's called Dire Strait. It's by Dire Strait. Uh, this is a love song I only heard for the first time uh, last week. Uh, it's, it's a song called uh, Wild West End, and it's a lovely, it's another lovely, uh, slower song, but it's just, it's fun. I'll let you, I'll let you have a listen.
Yes, I saw the DJ. He said. Wild West Wind by uh, Dire Straits, a beautiful song. Uh, I'm going to go now to a song. I'm going to. My time is slowly going up, uh, but Killian has. Uh, the hour after me is going to be free, so it's going to be filled by uh, Killian. So he's given me the next two more songs to play because I, I, I really wanted to play them and I couldn't be able to fit them into the show. Uh, so this next one is a song called. Uh, will I go for. Oh, yeah, I'll go for this one. It's called by, by from Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet, uh, the album Anthem and of the Peaceful Army. Is this, this song's called Anthem? It fits uh, the last few songs perfectly. Uh, yeah, there you go.
that the world is only what the world is made of. That was Anthem by Greta Van Fleet, which came out in 2019, I believe. 2018, my bad. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave them. I'm gonna leave them one last song. Uh, I know I'm a bit over my time, but uh, Keen allowed me to because I just I love this so much. So this next song is from a band called The Scratch. Uh, the song is there's no words in it. It's, it's the song is called The Road to Ballyshannon, uh, and I heard this for the first time uh, a few months ago from EC Radio. So Adrian Adrian Wood has a show on Wednesdays from one to two called. Uh, ranting and raving and he played this and it was, oh, I just loved it I reckon I haven't looked into it but I think it's an ode to Rory Gallagher because he was born in Ballyshannon County Donegal and it's the, you know, the road to Ballyshannon and it, there is some Rory Gallagher stuff in it and it's very good uh, but then I think people should listen to UC Radio more because there is some good stuff in it like on Tuesday I was on Tuesday 11 to 12 I was listening in because I was a uh, out about in my car doing stuff uh, moving equipment for music stock and there was a lad in here I don't know what I, don't, I can't remember what the show was called but they had me like wet and laughing they just a tree that was taking the mick out of each other and it was just it was genuine it was like uh, it was just like banter back and forth and it was it just, it just worked and it was fun and it was it was genuine comedy and it was fun and I really enjoyed it they had like an 8 minute segment called 8 minute apes but they just talked about a gorilla or whatever it was and it was genuinely funny and I really enjoyed it and I was like so like there is some gems on it on here so yeah listen to student radio ball why not it's, it's good crack and uh you know if i if i bump into you just and you recognize the voice just say i listen to your show because it is i do appreciate it i do I'm, I'm looking for fans that's what i'm doing i'm looking for fans anyway this is my last song there won't be a show next week because it's a bank holiday friday and then the show after that will be my last ever show well, last show this this year anyway. I will, I will, I'll love to be back next year. And this is my last show by myself. I'm going to bring on to my two guests uh, for the last show. I have an amazing show planned for that week. Uh, but I'm going to leave it on this for now. Uh, I'll see you in two weeks' time. This is uh, The Scratch, The Road to Ballyshannon. If you like what you're hearing, all available songs, all songs I've played today will be available on a playlist on Spotify called AJ's Jukebox. So I'll see you next week. I'll see you in two weeks. Uh, goodbye. Uh, Slán live and uh, Buntanavos de Quidlaw. Thank mm-hmm. you.